Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 173. On tonight's episode, we get everything started with the catch-up with Jordan, and we give a special shout-out to Olmsted Falls native and now Olympic gold medalist in the pole vault, Katie Najat. Congratulations, Katie. And uh, we then transition into our top five draft, which we draft situational beers, which is an interesting one. We discuss the new taunting rule in the NFL. Uh, we get into the Browns preseason and training camp updates as we go into the first training camp game this weekend. And then we wrap everything up with a little Cavs-Rockets Summer League game review as they kicked off the Summer League the other night. But first, let's get everything started with the Beer of the Week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Morning, fellas. Morning, fellas. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, good evening, it's everyone. Morning. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a day. Good evening. I don't know why morning came out of my mouth. Um, <clears throat> anyhow, so we're here enjoying a, a very Oof. this is probably the highest class beer we've ever had on the show. <laughs> this is this is definitely up oh, there. Creme yeah. de la creme. I forgot what this tasted like. This is another one okay. that doesn't even taste like beer. No. Yeah, so correct. we are drinking uh, <laughs> Natural Lights Natterdays. Um, yeah, so the story behind this is... Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> I basically was working until I drove over here, so I was a little late, and uh, the gas station I stopped at had the worst selection I've ever seen in my life. Uh, we've done a lot of Great Lakes, and I didn't want to just get a Great Lakes, so I figured I'd just be goofy and get this nice summer beverage. Uh, everybody likes lemonade, right? Why are you singling um, out Great Lakes? We don't do Great Lakes every week. I guess that's literally all they had. Was great. Oh, they, had, oh, oh. They, had, they had Great Lakes and Yingling. Okay. Like that was the only. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. It wasn't going to bring Yingling on the show. So, anyhow. Um, Where did you go? Sunoco? No, it was the Speedway. Speedway, I think. I don't know. I, I don't remember the street. By it's the here? way I get here. It's on the same street as like uh, Chipotle and all that on the way over to your house. I can't remember. I don't know the name of the street. It was just a speedway. <laughs> nothing. It was. It was. It was nothing special. Are you on, wait, you mean Pearl? Was it Pearl? There I is know. no Chipotle on Pearl unless you go to Strongsville. Yeah, not, yeah. He's not going. Uh, to, he's coming from Lakewood. Like where the LA Fitness is and all that. Like that street. Oh, Tiedemann. Tiedemann. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, so. Gross. Um, yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> you know, there's, um, a sh- there's a sheets over there too, right? You know, the sheets doesn't have a great selection. Would have been better than this. <laughs> yes, that would have been a better option. Uh, So, yeah, I'm just going to read their description on the (laughs) (laughs) website to be fair to them. A sessionable. Okay, they're correct on that. It is definitely sessionable. A sessionable light lager made with a phenomenal combination of ripe strawberry and fresh lemonade flavors that are perfect for increasing the fun of every occasion. Uh, For those who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer, sit back and relax. It's Natterday. Notice Um, that they said for those who like 
fresh strawberry and lemonade flavors. Not actual fresh right. strawberry or right. fresh lemonade. Well, that should be right up your alley. That's then. like that's like like Yuhu is uh, not chocolate milk. It's chocolate drink. Ryan doesn't like strawberries. Ryan doesn't like it's, actual fresh fruit. He yeah. just likes no, flavoring. No, no, no. That's, are we, that's just are the watermelon. We, are we surprised that Anheuser-Busch's na- natural light brand, <laughs> their, their, their lemonade strawberry beer isn't actually natural. brewed with strawberries? Talk about marketing. <laughs> yeah. Natural have, light. Um, so, but with artificial flavor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. These are fun to drink day drinking. Like, this is not a nighttime beer. I would never want to drink this at night. But, like, this is, this, I could, you know, I've drunk, I've drank them before in the day, and, and I'll probably do it again at some point. Uh, it's not exactly great. I'm not, it's very medicine y. It's very artificial, you know? It's got that artificial. It tastes vibe. like a Capri Sun. <laughs> it, 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 it does, actually, yes. Mm. It doesn't taste like like it, it hardly tastes carbonated. I don't even right. I don't even I didn't even remember how it tasted because it's a- been so long. Apparently, since it, it is it is still technically a brew. I don't. Maybe they just shoot it up with flavorings. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know how they. they get yeah, it they to probably take. it's probably just like a shandy. Could, they probably could, just before take they, before, oh, they clo- yeah. before they close each yeah. can. They just yeah, they do little squirt. <laughs> take like a little mister. <laughs> Why is there protein in here? And they they're making what? a really big deal that there's we're gonna get cancer. Point six percent protein for twelve ounces. I don't know what that is all about. <laughs> I mean, is that normal in beer to have protein? <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I, I have trace no amounts. You I get, mean, per twelve you, ounces, you get, you're looking at. Not even a full gram. That's that's that could be like incidental from okay from like contact. The, yeah. the rat the rat droppings. The ra- that, oh god, yeah, <laughs> that's from the one cockroach like that's allowed in each can. Mm. Oh goodness, that would oh. that would up its uh, natural count. So yeah, it would be a more game. yeah more natural than the flavoring. Uh, yeah. So uh, has everyone had these before? I assume I had the last yeah, time I had these, I was at a bachelor party and I shotgun one <laughs> and I had immediate <laughs> regrets. <laughs> it was ice cold. It was literally like chugging an ice cold. Slushy. Okay. I had them when they first came out, and I didn't like them, but I I forgot what they tasted like. And this is you know that these are wildly popular on college campuses. Oh, I'm not surprised. This is I mean Natty 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 Light in general is like that, but but this one specifically, this is something. How much was this? Six bucks (laughs) for a six pack for a six pack (laughs) of six tall boy. These are a dollar each. Yeah, sixteen ounces for a buck. No, yeah, no wonder it's cheap. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this: Natty Light is definitely more enjoyable than this. Uh, although this could be, in certain situations, this could hit the spot. I'll say that. I just wouldn't want too many. I feel like I'd get a, headache. Have a brutal headache. I'd rather. So I, I, I could probably name seventy-two beers that I'd rather have day drinking than this. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so for those who are interested, for the fans <laughs> of Natter Days, there's also pineapple lemonade Natter Days. Oh, good. Um, I wonder. Yeah. If th- I wonder if they'll put it on their pizza. <laughs> oh. I would try. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would try it. I I don't like pineapple, like the flavor of pineapple that much. I don't mind pineapple. I just don't like the pineapple flavored things. So I would not even try this. Yeah, I I could see you. I don't like pineapple because people like to put it on their pizza, and I want to kill them. That's a take. Yeah, I don't like it. Not literally. Yeah. It should not. I don't. I don't like it on pizza, but you know, what I do like is I like grilling it. Grill, like, grilling like pineapple, just good. straight up yeah. grilled pineapple, no, a little yeah. and add a little a little tahini or something. What about grilled watermelon? I've never done that. You see those watermelon steaks, quote unquote steak for like, yeah. or like cauliflower 
for Is that a thing people do? Grow people watermelon? Like, people grow watermelon. Like slabs what, of watermelon. What culture does people, this? People grow, people. People grow it's a lot. It's a white person thing. White, Gringo, white bread people. Gringos. <laughs> it also sounds like a, a Mexican thing because they grow everything. Yeah. But I've never had that before. You could, I mean, you could really realistically grill every fruit. Yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah. Grilled peaches with, yeah, people with ice cream. Like, people like, like, I don't, I don't know if grilling watermelon is like a vegan thing, but I imagine like vegans huh. would do it like like I they see, call them steaks so i i don't know i could see some like white white guy with dreads like grilling it <laughs> calling it quote-unquote steak lives in lakewood yeah 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 <laughs> smells like patchouli <laughs> oh man <laughs> knows of all your so, favorite bands so suppo- from 15 supposedly years ago. when you supposedly when you grill watermelon uh it breaks down some of the sugars and it it changes the consistency of the actual watermelon like i, I think it makes it a little more solid I don't see, and I I've heard that, but I also don't understand that because watermelon's like ninety nine point nine percent water already to begin with. Yeah, so I don't know if it just evaporates the water and then the watermelon like shrinks down and like it like well, contracts. Maybe, that could I, be it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if somebody tried to give me a quote unquote watermelon steak, I'd I'd yeah I'd just say no. Throw it at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no hate. I just I don't do that stuff. Like I like yeah. grilled fruit, but I'm just I'm anti. Yeah, like grilled pineapple's good. I agree. There's there's definitely good fruits to grow. I don't know about water. I like gr- uh, grilled avocado. Is avocado a fruit? Yeah, it's one of those weird ones where I like, think it's a fruit. I probably, Technically, it's, probably, it's got a really big seed in the middle of it. I think it is yeah. fruit. So it's like a peach yeah. or a yeah. nectarine. Right. I've never had grilled avocado. Although now I'm just having this thing, this thought: What about smoked guacamole? Like you mm. just put the bowl in there yeah. for a few. That, might, that would be interesting. Or I want guacamole. yeah, or you just smoke the avocado and then mash Ooh, it all up. Okay, but all right. but it would it is it is better if you wrote like if you're making like a smoked or something yeah. like it is like a like a smoked salsa. To just grill all of the peppers and the onions and everything, yeah, yeah super yeah. roasty. Yeah. yeah, and then just just peel off all the char. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I agree with that. Cut up yeah. all the yeah. Really, I really salsa. need this now. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Chipotle if we get done. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we should. We're, we're recording a little earlier this uh, this night. So, yeah. anyhow, uh, so yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go around the room. Uh, by I, the way, I, by the way, uh, I have no idea how long this episode is gonna be because I started this recording on like an hour and a half. What does that mean? So we're like six minutes in. So like the the time thing. So af- after we're done, I'm gonna have to edit it back. But oh, uh, I see. It's, it the, the time on the recording right now is like an hour and thirty six. Even minutes. though we've been talking for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. That'll be a fun. So hopefully, hopefully it doesn't like cut me off. I don't. I mean, okay. You've hit your allotted time. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Uh, cut off. We'll, we'll keep you all updated <laughs> with that. Um, yeah. So I'll go. I'll start. I don't think it's the worst. Like gimmicky cheap college beverage out there uh there's gets, definitely worse gets worse um, as, you, as you keep drinking i'll say it. this drinking it, it warm drinking out an empty stomach without food is rough it's very medicine-y and it's uh it's a lot like if i was it eating does kind of taste like a strawberry medicine yeah yeah if i was eating something like right now it would cover something. that up a bit but yeah. yeah just straight up i can just taste the aftertaste yeah. is kind of rough uh, you know i i I can't say this is something I'd probably get again. I'd probably go for a seltzer before I go for this. However, I have been known to partake of the Natter Days, and I'm sure I could be convinced in the future. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Uh, rating. <laughs> I, I saw a meme today uh, talking about seltzers, and uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. It talked about – it said – I can't remember exactly what it said, but it said, this damn pandemic started when all of you guys started becoming obsessed with seltzers. <laughs> I did. I saw that too. Probably and I'm, I'm like guilty number one. I drink – that's Ooh, one of my I had my White Claw summer a couple summers ago. I'm I think still 2019. Was I mean, I'll White drink seltzers, but it's not like – if it's like at a party, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I'll drink it, but – 
Depends on the mood, yeah. If I'm going to have Depends more than like two beverages, I'm almost guaranteed to go seltzer or McUltra. Hey. Make ultra. Um, anyhow, so I'm going to give this. Don't understand solid. why that deserved a high five, but ultra, this baby. guy brought Natter Days for his beer of the week. So. All right, I'm going to go. It's going to sound really high. It's going to sound way too high. But I'm going to go with 5.5. 5. Yeah, that is high. It's That's... it's just drinkable. Is yeah. it though? Keep I, drinking it. I, I I've drank many of these before. I've, yeah, yeah. So yes, it is. <laughs> and I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that means. Even though a five five is not the highest of scores, you you've bought these before. You'll buy them again. So. I probably will be convinced yeah. to buy these yeah. again at All some right. point. Yes. The only reason why I would buy these is because they're six bucks for a six pack of Tall Boys. Uh, you know what else is also that price? Like a lot of other cheap beers. So I don't know if that's even a good argument, but I understand yeah. your point. That is true. I think you get a PBR for almost the same price, right? Or a High Life. There you go. There, high there life. you go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Big High Life there guy. There we go. I I did see that. Uh, um. The holding company for um, uh, Miller Coors. Did you see that they uh, are discontinuing a lot of beer brands? Like a po- bunch of brands. Ice yeah, House. but yeah. Ice House is saying goodbye. I think they're dis- yeah, They're disappearing like more obscure. Ver- right. Like, yeah. It's, it's not like, like but High like, Life. But like High Life Light is going. Which I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't yeah. either. I had no idea. I didn't either. Yeah. But I'm glad no that they're idea. not getting rid of High Life or MGD. I MGD, would. MGD just because my, that's like what that's what was like my Nono's uh, mm-hmm. beer of choice. Growing up, they yeah. always oh, yeah. had MGD in the in the uh, in the fridge. I would be genuine. That's oh yeah, I get that nostalgia. I would be genuinely disappointed if they canceled genuinely? my life. Genuinely, like, that would be. I actually, re- I actually really <laughs> like. Uh, uh-huh. You're welcome. You I like High Life. Ka-ching. <laughs> Can't say I'm a big fan of Miller Light, but I do like High Life. Oh, so yeah. Oh, man, you don't yeah. like great taste, less filling. No, I don't mind Miller Light. Can't I can't. Do I don't it. like Miller Light either. No. I don't I love, love it. I, 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 I enjoy High Life, though. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's the old school it's uh, it's old school bottle. I like bottles. Like, if it's co- got a cool bottle or a yeah, unique bottle like a bo- to yeah, it. Yeah, the, 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 the actual bottle and then the label looks like it's straight out of the 70s. Speaking of bottles, I had a weird red stripe phase in college simply because of little snubby bottles. Nope. I just thought they were kind of cool. And the commercials. Yeah. Red stripe. Yeah. <laughs> it's beer. Come on. Hooray, beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those were good. That was a weird phase. I had a, uh, I was at a uh, wake funeral uh, Sunday, and we had like a, uh, like a dinner after with just like close friends and family, um, and uh, they had Heineken there. Mm-hmm. They had Heineken, Budweiser, Bud Light, whatever. So I asked my brother was going up to get one. I'm like, give me a Budweiser. Of course, my brother Mike, being the sarcastic a hole that he is, comes back <laughs> with a Heineken. I like, guess not what I wanted. He's like, well. You asked me to get it, so you don't always get what you ask for. Okay, <laughs> okay. thanks, bro. <laughs> so I just start. I just started. I started drinking it, and uh, you just get like this little bit of skunkiness because it's in that green bottle. And oh, it yeah. just made me think of John Paso. Shout out, yeah. by the way. Yeah. When he told us, he he told us he's like, I have no idea why any beer company puts beer in green beers, yeah. which is hilarious right. because like some of the, like the biggest European uh, beer manufacturers put them in use. like Heineken, Peroni. Stella. Uh, Carlsberg, Stella, all that stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. Mm-hmm. What uh, would you give this delightful beer? 2.8. Oh, okay. That's, oh. that's not good. That's lower than me. Okay. I'm not the Russian judge this week. I was thinking, I mean, this is not world's better. I was thinking 3.4. Not quite a 3.5. Wow, you guys are real harsh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did we kill a couple of weeks ago? 
Didn't we um, kill something? Um, well, was I it the last j- beer Jordan brought? No, it was the beer I brought. Oh, that's you guys, right. You guys, sour, you guys hated the Martian. Yeah, the Martian. <laughs> that's was right. It was bad. a sour. Jordan gave it a 5.5. Five. Yeah. So you yeah. gave this the same that you gave a, the Pride Martian, for what it's worth. Me? Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, I, I, I think that's... I hate to say this, because I know Pride Martian is <laughs> probably actually a really good beer for those who like that, but the experience these, is similar. These are not dissimilar <laughs> beers. You're not, you're not entirely wrong. The experience is similar, I guess, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Dan gave yeah. that one a 4.6, so he likes the Pride Martian better than the Natterday. It's, it's Cleveland-based. I'll give it a little bump. There you go. Bonus points for uh, <laughs> locality. <laughs> so, all right. There's beer of the week. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, guys. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's do a couple catch-ups. Uh, <clears throat> the statue, or a statue, of Rocky Calavito. Calav- how do you, Calavito, right? Yeah. yeah. Was unveiled this weekend in Little Italy on August 10th. Uh, Indian slugger was honored with uh, a statue uh, of his likeness in his favorite city, quote-unquote. Um, he is very outspoken that he loves the city of Cleveland. Uh, I'm going to read a couple quotes from him. As I've said, and I'll say it again, Cleveland is my favorite city in the world. I am absolutely honored and overwhelmed by all you guys, all my family, all my friends uh, that they came. And some of my teammates, and he, men- he mentions Denny McLean, Willie Horton, are here. If that doesn't show respect, I don't know what is, and I cherish respect. And then he added, I am thankful God chose me to play in Cleveland. So, um, yeah, uh, I believe he's originally from the Bronx. Uh, Sounds right. But, yeah, he's a, obviously a Cleveland legend. Shout um, out Rock. Yeah, and he uh, is very, very outspoken for being uh, being a huge fan of the city. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, also, he's 88. And this was uh, – it was – the statue was unveiled on his 88th birthday, August 10th. Um and he doesn't really look like he's that old. Honestly, he's looking looking good. So hopefully he's in good health and doing well. But um, yeah, so that's a little fun thing it's that like happened. A, it's kind of like an unofficial official kickoff to Feast Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, because that starts this week. on Thursday. Yeah. Thursday and through Sunday. I just realized I said this weekend, it's literally today that this happened. Was, this is in the day that we're recording. My apology. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So also but, happy um, birthday, Rock. <laughs> yes, happy birthday, uh, Rocky. Um, yeah, that's that's about it that's with pretty that. Pretty cool. I think it's really cool though. You know, he's a famous famous player. It seems I like I like when players are big ambassadors of the cities they played in. So, um, uh, in other sports news, local sports news, uh, Katie Najat, I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Yep, um, that's I how they butchered the hell out of it. <laughs> that's last how week. they pronounced it on. Um, the NBC broadcast. Katie Najat, Olmstead Falls native, wins gold in women's pole vaulting. Let's go. Uh, this was huge. She was not exactly supposed to be a favorite for the gold. Uh, she beat out, I forgot her name, but I believe the Ukrainian star. Um, and I believe even an, an American star. But, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so congratulations to Katie for getting gold. That's massive. Um, it, what a awesome accomplishment and i was reading an article that the washington post uh wrote on her and i didn't know she's had quite a rough uh rough go of things lately as as, at least as far as like training goes i believe she lost her father recently um it's been a tough journey for her but she has made it to the mountaintop and uh if you've watched the highlights she was 
the only, I believe she was the only, yeah, well, obviously she was the only one who made the last height or, mm -hmm. or however. I don't know the terms for this sport. But, um, yeah, she's a former University of Dayton and Ashland University student as well. Um, and the city of Olmstead Falls will be hosting a celebration for her return uh, this Friday, August 13th, at Olmstead Falls High School Stadium. I don't know if it's free for all. It might be. And I might, you might have to get a ticket to the event. I don't know. I would say look up the Olmstead, city of Olmstead Falls uh, social media or website to get information on that. But, yeah, congratulations to Katie. Maybe so we cool. can get her on the show uh, and do a little Olympic talk. That'd be she fun. retweeted us last week. There we she go. She did, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I, had, I had, like, four or five people be like, do you, do you know that she retweeted you? I'm like, well, yeah, I get the notifications. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's super cool. So, yeah, obviously, yeah. she has no idea who we are, but she yeah. probably got the notification saying that, uh, you know, the, the, yeah. the All Things Cleveland podcast That's right. tweeted at her. So, yeah, um, we'll she do our best to see if we can action. get her on. You know, obviously, we can't guarantee anything. She's famous now. Yeah. Uh, we are not so cool. famous. I, I, would, I would have so many questions to ask her. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, like, just, cool. like, like her mindset going into, like, that final jump and clearing that. And then uh, if her uh, 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 taking LeBron's line. Mm -hmm. of oh, yeah. I forgot about you, that. Uh, when she won the gold. Yeah. If that was planned or if that was just, like, that just kind of subconsciously happened while she was, you know. The adrenaline was rushing through her after she knew she won, um, and uh, yeah, no, and I, just some I, other stuff like that. Yeah, and it was such a cool the pit. There were so many cool pictures of the last jump, like just her facial expression, like the when she cleared it. Like you could, if you see the video, like she's already like celebrating when she's falling down. I don't know if that's n typical of the sport, you know, the the way well, the nature of. I think know, I think when clear it. I think when she when she cleared it, she knew she won. Mm -hmm. So That's I think true. once okay. she was once she was falling backwards and she pressed, she saw the bar still up there. Yeah, she yeah. was probably like, "Holy crap, I did it!" Yeah, it's such a crazy sport. Like, yeah, it's a, a really bizarre sport. Yeah, it's super impressive. It also scares the absolute hell out of me. But yeah, like that feeling of like you're falling back to the ground to land in this big pad, and yeah, just looking up, like thinking like, "Please don't move! Please don't move! Please don't move!" And then when you know it does, and you're like, "Oh my god, I just did that!" Let alone yeah. to go win a gold yeah. medal. It really, yeah, really awesome. Uh, excited for her and and the, and the city. So yeah, um, <clears throat> if anyone goes to that event, you know, let us know. There are some cool videos of her family and friends celebrating in. Um, uh, oh boy, can't remember the name of it. A tavern in Olmstead Falls, Fat Buddies or something. I don't know. Something like that. Should have probably got that name before I mentioned it, but uh, you can see that on YouTube um, if you're into watching crowds celebrate. I am but um yeah so congratulations to Katie awesome good stuff well done yeah so that's the catch-up for this week guys um a little shorter this week but we have plenty of stuff to chit chat about <coughs> uh, I don't really think there's anything with Indians this week that we're gonna touch on Bieber's back right Shane Bieber no no oh no my bad I He's don't not gonna know come back who I saw September. I don't know who I saw pitching. He wants night. to come back, but I think it's going to be the end of the year, and he's going to pitch like twice. Ah, okay. Just to like say he could do it. Gotcha. Yeah. That right in time sense. for a playoff push, right? Yeah. Police act. Police acts back. Oh, okay. maybe that's who maybe you that's saw. who I was thinking. Um, but he's been back for a few weeks now. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So not really any uh tribe stuff. Um, <clears throat> we could touch on. Uh, so we got a fun top five to do. We'll do that. Probably do that at the end. 
Uh, we so can just I do know. it now. We can do it now, I guess. Yes, yeah, we're want. enjoying our our beers. Yeah, <clears throat> beer related. <laughs> so I don't know how to word this. I I put I put it as top five moment beers, situational beers, situational, like situational beers. yeah, situational beers. Okay. So this yeah. this stemmed from a tweet that I saw, and it was like specific beers, like a, a specific beers ranking. So we're talking like oh, and shout out to uh, uh, Jordan the Hoff. Wasn't he oh yeah, because he I think he saw yeah yeah because he saw me retweet this and he yeah. goes hey like top five and I was like that's a very good idea yeah. shout so, out yes. shout out to him um, thank you for suggesting that so yeah we're talking just like yeah like that could be an airport beer or yard work or you know like everyone has like a favorite time or moment to have a beer so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and yeah. uh, how go are we ahead. gonna how are we gonna how how are we determining the do we have our, our studio quarter? Do we have the studio <laughs> so, I mean hey, if, it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're doing the studio quarter. The right. studio quarter. Look at that. Uh hold on. We'll get that going. I'm here. tweeting the beer of the week right now. Oh, there oh. we go. Do you have it here? I'll tell you what, I can hand the quarter I over don't. here. I'm actually doing something very unrelated. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. <laughs> if you could you know, one of these days we're gonna get a uh we're gonna get this on YouTube, and just to see like some of the things that some of the things that Jordan does, like when we're talking about football and yeah, like like right now he's just pulling random things out of his wallet. Yeah. You no, know, I have a free meal at McDonald's, and I'm trying to see if it was still. Uh, you get good. you doing that on the way home? Good? I need something cheap and quick because I got a lot to do. Tonight. That's what she said. Oh. All right, so let's go, let's go. Uh, Dan and what? Jordan, Dan, you want to call it in the air? Uh, okay, tails, heads. Jordan, you want one, nice. two, or three? Uh, wait, how do we, what are we doing? You're going to pick one, two. You want to go first? No, one or three. You want, oh. You uh, want one, two, or three? Ooh, I want one because I need that number one. All right. I need that number one pick for All my right. Don't slam the table. Yeah. Wow. That was an accident. All right, Dan, call it again. Tails. Oh, God. Oh, you dick. I dumb, dropped it. Dumb. Just because you're in your bed. Stand by. You're it's wearing tails. your bench nice. shorts. You think you yeah. can just do whatever. Uh, <laughs> so do you want two or three? Give me three. Want three. I All want right. the back to back. So I'm going two. All right, I'm every other. You guys, I can't wait for you guys to take my entire list again. Like <laughs> I gotta find it. I did it last week, and then we didn't get, then we didn't get to it. Yeah, we ran long last week. I am somewhat prepared. All right, Jordan, lead us, lead us off. Okay, with the first pick, what <clears throat> beer are you taking? Absolute favorite t- situational beer is a baseball beer. I think there is no beer does not hit as well as it does when you're in the ballpark. <coughs> you get that first beer. Before spend you walk to your seats, spend that yeah, 12 spend twelve fifty. Before you walk to your seats, maybe after you got your seats, whatever doesn't matter. You get that first sip of beer, and that first beer that just hits so much better than any other beer that you'll ever drink in your life. I don't know why, uh, but it's true. So yeah, baseball beers. It's, it's a, oh, it's true. It's a quality it's choice. The the uh, the famous Kurt Angle line. It's true. <laughs> it's damn true. And it's like. I think we're kind of lucky. I don't know. Maybe all ballparks are like this now, but Progressive has such a good selection of craft beers too. You mm-hmm. know, but honestly, I've had like I feel n- like I feel like oh, probably over the last decade, most ballparks are, are probably incorporating the local yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I'll be honest. But like, I don't, I don't go there have been times where I've got gone like gotten like a Budweiser, and it still is like, oh, this is so good. Oh, mm-hmm. Dude, diesels are so di- much. Diesels hit so much better than in diesels a bar, hit good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Very underrated day drinking beer too. Diesel. That's true. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So, yeah, number one. All right. Pick number two. There's something about the excitement and anticipation right before you go on a vacation. Airport beer. Okay. I love having a beer. You get to the airport like, I don't know, 
an hour and a half, two hours early because, oh, God forbid, security be crazy. Then, of course, you get through in like 10, 15 minutes. And you're like, I got some time to kill. I'm hype. I'm going on vacation. Airport beer. That's, <laughs> that is that is one of my one of my favorite situations. You know, I, I feel like I've only ever had like a couple airport beers in my life. I know some people start going with like cocktails, and that 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 seems a little too strong to me. No, I I, I don't want to be I don't want to be super sauce. I, I just want to get vacation right. going. See, I feel like I just I've just never really done this too many times. It's before. also an expensive place to start drinking. It's up there. Maybe with that's the stadiums. reason why. Maybe it's that's not a cheap why. place to drink. Yeah. Could but be. I feel like it's also socially. You could be drinking at like nine o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock at night, and <laughs> nobody can judge yeah, you because you're in an airport and you're on vacation. Like you're like, I got a cinnamon, a cinnabon, I got Annie Ann's pretzels, and I got a beer, and <laughs> it's perfectly logical. And it oh, doesn't matter so what time funny. of day it is. And Guys, so it, true. I, we're doing a thing about beer. This beer is messing me up right is now. <laughs> It's rough. Feeling some kind of way already? Yeah, aftertaste <laughs> is not fun. Yeah. I, I, that's what we, we all let it get a little bit warm. <laughs> so, all right. Ba- all right. Ba- back to backs. I got two. Yes, sir. All right. Number one for me is a grilling beer. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, just firing there up the grill, long. throwing some protein on there, and just drinking um, while you watch your meat cook. Cannot go Man, wrong. Cannot go wrong. my favorites. Quality so. choice. Uh, let's see. I like a good, I'm going to go morning tailgate beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, absolutely love tailgating. It's e- either college or, uh, pros. I've done it more so with college. Um, but, um, I'm, I'm excited to experience and we need to, we need to like plan this. We could even call it an LOTL tailgate, but we need to tailgate for a Browns game this year, whether we're going to the game or not. Just and and you know would love it to, would love it to be in the Muni, but it doesn't have to be in the Muni. Everybody makes such a big deal about the Muni lot, but there there's number of great tailgating spots around that stadium. I'm big on Muni just because I've never been and I want to go. Yeah. But you're right; it's not the end all be all. Yeah, you got other options. Uh, like the pit is great. Uh, 92.3 The Fan does a good tailgate uh, next to Barley House, which is really cool. You don't have to bring anything. You just go there. Like, you have to, you have to buy your beers and Whoa, food right, there right, and right, stuff. Right. But, like, you don't have to, like, bring anything. And then the Browns drum line comes up, and um, Mr. Fruit on his head has his RV there. And there's, like, a DJ there and stuff. So it, it's a good time. Um, so tailgate beers. Tailgate beer. All right. Specifically yeah. morning, morning tailgate beer. Morning tailgate. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. My second pick is boat beers. There's something about oh. being on a body of water. You're on a boat. You're ca- <laughs> I, I'm on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> just there's just something about yeah. There's something about being. You know, it's a hot day. You got a cooler full of beers. Park the boat somewhere. Hop in. I love that. I never thought of that, but yeah, that's a great. That's a great specific beer. Good call. Thank you. Good call. Jordan, I feel like white right, claws do <laughs> well with that too. You have two. Uh, two. Nice. Okay. Numbers two and so, three for you. I'm going to go with uh, after work happy hour beers. I actually um, don't think you guys are going to take up much of my list. Oh, well, Just there you go. Just looking at it. So after work happy hour beers, it doesn't matter if work was good and you're celebrating or work was bad and you're complaining. There's nothing like an after work happy hour beer. Show up, start drinking with your coworkers who you weirdly hang out with more than most people in your life and... If you can bond with them over a beer, it's even better. So, yeah, happy hour beers, but specifically after work. That's my uh, number two. Uh, so number three, Dan, you took my – I had cookout beers. So. Hey. I'm going to throw in there uh, – Should have taken it first. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I should have. Strategery. So this is going to seem, I don't know if this counts, but I have craft brewery beers. And, and I mean specifically like going to a brewery and having it fresh from the tap in the brewery. I don't know if that counts as a situation um, or not. It feels like a... Uh, a little bit of a stretch. I'll That's fine. No, nah, well, it's because I think yeah. there's a difference. I, I think there's a difference. Like, obviously, you go to a, a brewery for for beer, but like, I don't I know. I think you're grasping a little bit, but we'll allow uh, it. Do you want me to nix it? I can no, it. it's fine. Go ahead. I call it craft brewery on site. I'm going to keep it. Craft brewery on site, especially when you're on vacation and you're trying out like all these new breweries. So, yeah. Okay, well, how about, how about you say out of town craft beer? That works. We can do that. So, new slash out of town. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That works. We'll do that. New craft brewery beer. Out, yeah, out-of-town brewery beer. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Okay. Because I think that's an experience. <laughs> that's a different experience than if we went... Than if, you were all if over we went, the place. Than if we went <laughs> to... Uh, <laughs> than if we went to, like, Great Lakes and had, like, a beer. You know, that's right. obviously... Well, because that's one that. of the things... Like, you know any, that experience. Anytime I'm traveling anywhere on top of, you know, local food and sites to see and whatever, like, I'm absolutely seeking out some right. of their local craft right. breweries. Yeah. So, no, I, yeah. I feel that. Okay, I like the I like clarifying new though or mm-hmm. out of town. Yeah, that's yeah. that's de- definitely different. Yeah, my third pick. Mm-hmm. I'm. Oh, isn't this your second pick? Third. That oh, was it. Yeah, I had airport and then boat. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm garbage. I'm absolute <laughs> Wait, what trash bag when it comes to golf. But I love drinking on a golf Son course. Son of a. I love drinking that oh, golf cart. That's I'm, dirty. Because I'm, you knew he was. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, well, he had two coming up. I had, I knew there was no way I was going to see golf course beer if I if I let it go to his back to back again. So I had to snag it. Um, yeah, there's just I, again, I it doesn't matter how terrible I am, I'll hang out in the cart. I'll go hack away for a little while, <laughs> lose half my balls, probably more if we're being honest. Oh. But if I got a bunch of beer, I don't care. We're having a good time. You're an a-hole. I'm I've sorry. never uh, golfed, but I feel like that would be the part of golfing I would like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of the best parts of golfing is uh, just throwing music on in your cart, like on your phone, and uh, drinking a beer and lighting a cigar. Yep. Like if we were, like if we were doing uh, situational cigars, golf cigar would be like the top of my oh, list. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That'd be another one that's good for grilling too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go yard games beer. Yeah. Okay. Like drinking a beer yeah. while you're playing yeah. cornhole or, uh, can jam. I don't really play can jam, but can jam. Horseshoes. The idea still yeah. stands. Yeah. yeah. Cornholes. Bocce. Hillbilly golf. Yeah. Froth. Froth. What is that? What's a fr- Frisbee golf. Oh. <laughs> I love that word. Yeah. An- uh, <laughs> like, Andy Bernard. I love to froth. <laughs> That's right. I've heard that before. That's funny. Um, Okay, well, I was going to say. Okay. Yard games is a great choice. I'm kind of um, mad I didn't think about that. Uh-oh. Yeah. Worried. I'm worried. Uh, let's see. Uh, this might be a little bit weird, but I like uh, a grad party beer. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. A lot of times when you go to grad parties, there's like, the, uh, yeah. well, at, le- at least like for my family, like me and my brothers, each grad party, we all we all got a, a keg. For ours, okay, because yeah. we had a ton of people there, so right, and we didn't even finish the keg. But, um, just even now, now that I'm older, just going to like younger cousins' grab parties or uh, friends, younger friends' grab parties, and just being there and hanging out, and reminiscing, and or when I was 18 at my own grad party and <laughs> <laughs> drinking from the keg. Nice. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, 
I like uh, grab party beers because you're just there. You're reminiscing with probably a bunch of people that you haven't seen in a while, family yeah, you haven't seen from out definitely. of town. No, that's solid. That's very much a summer thing or a spring thing, right? Early summer. summer. It's also summer? Okay. Yeah. Gra- grab, grab parties. Party. Grab parties are so always long. in the summer. When, when yeah. have you ever gone to a grab party in the spring? I... When does I high school? I couldn't tell you when does high time. school end? June? Couldn't tell you the last time. I usually, went to usually a grad, grad party. parties are like a month after June. <laughs> Literally, couldn't tell you the last time I've been to one. Yeah. Uh, All right. So here's respect. here's my thought. If this is too similarly related, then y'all can nix this as well. So my first or one of my earlier ones was the boat beers. Also water related, Cabrewing. Is no, that is, is that considered very is different. that considered a boat to you? No. Are you good with different. that? Because it is technically a boat. It's very different. What is happening? You've gone off the deep. <laughs> we're getting we're getting comments uh, on Twitter about our beer of choice for um, the week. <laughs> Shout out uh, Taco Paul. Um, yeah, Cabrew. I I love uh, same idea. Um, it's more active than drinking. No, it's on, very on, on a boat because you have very, to. This you, is a very different. You have to yeah, paddle. Yeah. You have to drink faster because you're metabolizing faster. I can't wait until I can't wait for your guys' reaction to my last to your last choice. choice. Okay. <laughs> Um. Anyway, but yes, yes, yeah, agreed. Good old Cabrera. God, I don't know why I keep reaching for that. <laughs> Gotta can't waste it. <sighs> I can waste that. <laughs> Jordan, you're up. I'm up. These you are your just, last two. So I do two. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, wow, I get to get my last two then, probably. Yes. So number four for me is post-workout beers. Uh, this doesn't have to just be lifting or like this could be. I used to play frisbee a lot. And we would always go to Fatheads. No, just re- <laughs> ultimate Frisbee. Gotcha. We would always go to Fatheads after Frisbee. And, like, I started this softball. Well, after I, frothing. <laughs> and I'm uh, in a softball league now, and we went out last night mm. after the game. So I forgot how much fun it is when you're, like, a li- <laughs> you're, you know you're going to be sore the next day or whatever, and you've been sweating, and you're just tired, and then you're like, oh, let's go get some food and some beers. So, yeah, post-workout beers. Um, yeah. Love let's it. just replenish the calories I burned. With that's, fried food, why, with fried yep, food and that's bad why beer. you do it. That's why you play the sport. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then number five, uh, so I was torn between two options. I'm going to go with one because very specific. Premier League morning beers. Oh, okay. So this is, for those that aren't familiar, <laughs> if you're into the Premier League, most of the games start, they can start as early as 7, yep. go as late as 3.30, but a lot of them are yep. early morning. So yep. you might literally be at a bar. They open early. They get, you know, they if yep. you're a part of a club or whatever, like I'm part of the Cleveland Spurs, and you go and, you know, they're serving beer and <laughs> you eat breakfast and watch a Premier League game, mm-hmm. specifically Guinness. Uh, there's not really any other beer I want to drink in the morning, like as in morning, morning. Yeah, because Guinness. Guinness, Guinness has has almost like that that coffee feel to yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like, the, yeah, I, I won't lie. The thought of drinking like anything but a Guinness before like 10 o'clock is it's or even guy. noon really is, uh, is a lot for me. <laughs> you're gonna want to you're gonna want to grab a six pack of Guinness for a Browns tailgate then. Mm-hmm. That's especially, especially, I feel like that's different. Especially if we want to go to the Muni like Ryan wants yeah. to. I mean, we're gonna have to get up right. at like I could do Guinness early. Yeah, no, I could do Guinness. I can only imagine how crazy that place gets, and then getting back out of there. We yeah. should even if we don't go to the game. We sh- I, 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 listen, just you know, one of those thunderbolts mm-hmm. came down. Just. What what is it uh, from the movie Hook? Uh, Smee goes lightning. <laughs> That's just struck my brain. Why don't we plan a tailgate for the Browns Texans game? Oh, it's the yeah. home opener. It's going to be the craziest there down there. But if we're going to do this, this has to be. We have to commit to this, and we have to make a plan. Yeah. 
There's no half ass like, in this. So one. I know like, if we you... need to br- like I know you have that you have that Weber charcoal grill. Yeah, yeah. We could bring that. Uh, we we could make I... we could make breakfast and lunch. Yeah, yeah. I know. And even if we're not going to the game, we just, could just uh, just a tailgate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah, we should definitely plan that. I'm in. Uh, who's up next? Uh, it's me, and I'm torn between my last two as well. So are you picking twice? No, I just have one. This this is I think this is round five, and this is the end. Oh yeah, don't do it. You uh, already did it to me once. Don't do it. Oh, man, I'm torn. Don't you dare. <coughs> are you writing these down by the way? I am. Okay, I got you. Because we need to we need to start posting. <laughs> these yeah, again. post these again. Yeah. Um, I feel like mm, I'm torn. It hasn't been said. I got to take it. Shower beers. Okay. Okay, so you're gonna have that's, to explain to me the 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 draw behind. I've never had a shower beer, and I don't understand. That's very that. like for me. That was very much a college thing. It was a college and vacation thing for me. We would do sh- we would do shower power hours. So okay, we like freshman and sophomore year are in the dorms. We had communal bathrooms and showers, which were absolutely disgusting. And right, mm-hmm. it's abhorrent that I partook in some of that stuff ate or drank anything in there (laughs) (laughs) but we would have bays of like five to six showers Mm -hmm. you know obviously everything was everything was it wasn't a communal shower but there was stalls so like before we would like when we were getting ready to like go out like go out to the bars and whatever each guy would bring a couple beers and we would all shower at the same time you know pause together (laughs) i said i said these weren't communal showers but we'd all take a couple funny you should natties wow and uh somebody would bring like uh a music player or whatever i don't remember what we had back then it's i'm old whatever the music players were (laughs) yeah or yeah whatever and we would play music and we would just drink a couple beers while we'd shower and get ready for the night for me that's what a shower beer is I don't. Yeah, okay. I don't do that now. Obviously, no. I. Don't, I mean, like, I don't. I don't drink alone in the shower. That's not. <laughs> on a regular, that's definitely not something that I do. But it was, uh, yeah, a college thing and like vacation thing. So, okay, you know, if you ended up getting like, like, a, if you ended up renting a house with a bunch of friends and you end up, just yeah, yeah, same same kind of idea. It's like, oh, we're gonna go down to the beach, or we get back from the beach, we're gonna go clean up, and then we're gonna go out. Same idea, just. There's just again, okay. again, there's there's like a nostalgia guess, factor for yeah, having. Yeah, I guess a beer. I've just never uh, drank a yeah. beer in a shower. It's very much yeah. it's very much a college like college, like if, yeah, like if I heard college-y. anybody that did that now that's like our age I would ridicule them. I mean I would do it like nowadays like again like on vacation. Well, no, vacation's different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like again, I'm not doing this on the regular. But yeah, like but like it's a Tuesday night and I'm gonna shower before bed and I like text you guys hey just drink a beer in the shower yeah, and be shower. like you're an alcoholic. Yeah, like, yeah, maybe maybe don't do that. Yeah, but no, I'm 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 good like on vacation. Yeah, like beach. Rinse, rinse, rinse the sand off. Sure. Have a, have a shower, beer, <coughs> get changed, go out, have a night. Yeah. Why not? Yep. All right, Mister. All right, bringing it up, Mister. Irrelevant. Nobody took this. Free beer. Okay. Guess I didn't think of That's that. That's a really clever option. Cheeky. That's cheeky. cheeky. It's definitely a situation. It is. Honestly, uh, how how, what's you better, ar- what's, how do you argue with that? What's that, better than a free beer? No, you're right. Well, yeah, that yeah. that should be top uh, of the list. Uh, uh, free natty natterday, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, free you're beer, right. man. You're Something at, about you're at, uh, yeah. Somebody somebody treats someone buys you one like hey man I haven't seen you in a while or yep. sometimes the bartender misses one on your tab or whatever. Like, Ooh, yep. I got a bonus beer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that. Or like, you're just like going to a even if it's like a family function and you yeah. get there and there's just a cooler full of beer. Yeah. It's a very yeah. 
Like I said, cheeky. Well done. Yeah. All right. So Jordan's list: baseball beers, uh-huh. after work happy hour beers, uh-huh. new craft brewery slash out of town brewery yeah. beers, uh, post workout or post sporting event, and then Premier League morning beers. Mm-hmm. Dan's was grilling hey. and morning tailgate beers, as well as yard game and grad party beers, and then. The cheekiest of all, the free beer. And then mine was airport, boat, golf course, cabrewing, and shower beers. I was actually surprised we didn't overlap that much. I think the only one that was really stolen was when I golf, man. Took golf. I should have taken that for I didn't think I didn't think either you guys were gonna were gonna take that. Yeah. I yeah. thought I was safe with that. <laughs> and then and then the free beers, I'm like, I was so I was ah yeah. I was so close to being like I'm like, am I gonna when you took golf, I'm like, crap, Jordan's going to take free beer. <laughs> no. No, I didn't even think of that, to be honest. But, um, yeah, no, it was, uh, that, was, that was good. Shout out again to uh, Jordan the Hoff down in Columbus for uh, that suggestion. Yeah, it's a good idea. It was well done. Yeah. I'll get that posted later as well. Noise. All right. Well, uh, there was a rule change in the NFL that – Garnered a lot of attention today, mm-hmm. and it was the – I guess it's not a rule change. It's that like the NFL – Stricter enforcement. Yeah, the NFL is um, basically telling officials to more strictly enforce uh, taunting penalties. Um, and uh, there was a lot of um, – negative response to this which i agree with i also think people are being a little bit over overreactionary about it yeah, but those, those can both be true you're not you're not wrong um yeah what i mean what do we think about it i i'm one of the ones that is definitely I, outrage is, is a strong word but like i i definitely take great issue with it i think it's stupid football is an incredibly violent game football is an incredibly emotional and passionate game of course, there needs to be – I think it, it doesn't come down to – I don't think that all things should be legal. There needs to be a line somewhere. I just don't agree with where the NFL currently has the line drawn. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you're in the middle of an incredibly close game, again, physical, emotional, violent, all these things, and, like, if I make a catch that gives us a first down to help seal a game, like, of course, I, I want to, like – I want my guys to be excited and pumped up and – I, I just I think it's silly that we're it, it's kind of like when a bunch of like if uh, you know if Tatis hits a bomb off of your favorite pitcher and then he drills the next guy because it's the he bat flipped and he was showboating and whatever it's just like the old school unwritten rules kind of thing it yeah. feels like that version of that kind of deal in the NFL and I just think it's dumb um, I, 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 I I'll, I'll jump in real quick because I just have a few thoughts but like I. I think there's obviously every sport has different levels of taunting and what's allowed. Um, and every sport is, does punish it to some degree. So like soccer will give out a card if you take your shirt off or whatever. 
people love when players take their shirts off or people love when they jump in the crowd and a lot of players are willing to take that card if if it's worth the well it's not well i mean it's not just that i mean if if a soccer player is like if if there's a foul or or something or whatever and the guy's like standing over him like barking down to him the ref sees he's gonna give a yellow yeah i think i think it's all kind of in the same spectrum though like so and you know but that but 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 what you're talking about like taking off the jersey and stuff that's celebratory like that's like he's not doing that towards another player Right. He's doing that towards the. See, it could be is, taken. It could be taken. Right. Right. But what know. I'm what I'm saying is I, that that's where the NFL is trying to steer what this what this enforcement of this yeah. rule. Yeah. Instead of making that first down catch and getting up and spiking the ball right in the defender's face, the NFL wants more so the guy to get up and gesture to the crowd yeah. and celebrate know, give a first down like like celebrate spike, with spike your the ball. team. Yeah. Spike yeah. the ball, but don't I, spike it in the guy's face. Yeah. I you know, know. It's like well, it's honestly, it's like what I what I teach with with my kids. It's like theoretically you should celebrate with your teammates yeah. not put down your opponent and so yeah. i guess yeah, to, to I an agree. extent i'm being a little but hypocritical there are time, but there are times though when like you do that out of emotion or it just that's it's fun look people want to watch that the, if it happens against your favorite player you don't want to watch it yeah but I when mean, your favorite player does it to a player you don't like we all celebrate and love yeah, it so I, I i don't like it but i understand I understand that this is just the trend that all sports are going to like the NBA has been cracking down on. Oh, yeah. you can't, you can't like say anything after a dunk an hour or whatever. He, it's he, stupid. But, yeah. You know. Here's, here's my thing. Here's uh, my thing about it is, you know, Ryan, you said that football is the most emotional and physically demanding game and all that. And uh, I think what the NFL is trying to do is, um, you know, if guys are that emotional and that like juiced up, and somebody spikes the ball in your face, you're going to want to go. You're going to want to fight them. And with the NFL, these players wearing these helmets, these guys are these guys are morons in the moment, and they swing their hands at guys wearing helmets. And what happens if a guy punches a guy in the helmet and breaks you're, his hand? Yeah, you're breaking half of whatever's in your hand. So well, I, I think that's an extreme, but I think, I think what the NFL wants is, again, you make a big play. You make like, – like, like say Miles Garrett makes a big sack on Ben Roethlisberger. He tackles on the ground, he falls over, he picks up, and he gestures to the crowd behind Ben Roethlisberger rather than getting in his face and, you know, whatever, making a gesture towards him or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they're trying to do, and I think it's more in line with what other sports are doing because the NBA, now you get in anybody's face, you're getting a technical. And that's Mm -hmm. essentially what this is because – yeah, because two of them and you're gone. Two of them and you're gone. Same way. You do that. You do. You taunt twice in the NFL or in the NBA. You're you get your second technical and you're gone. Where I think, where I think they go a little too far is if it's, if it's an isolated incident, first time incident. I think maybe you know you just separate the two guys and warn them. Like you don't even have to tell the crowd or the fans. You just like the ref talking to the guys like, hey, knock it off. Mm-hmm. Then if it happens again, okay, throw the flag. Yeah. But I think if you go into a game where two players have history, I go back to the Texans and the Titans with Andre Johnson and uh, what's his face? Shoot, I can't remember the Texan, the Titans cornerback. I can't name. Remember, but they, but I know, what you're I know what you're like talking when the about game now. started, they were grabbing each other's helmets and fighting and all that. And that's a hundred percent what's what the NFL wants to avoid. So if there's if there's a known issue going into a game and guys are starting to like taunt at each other and whatever, then you throw the flag and you say do it again, you're out. I, I guess that I guess yeah. If that's what it's going to be, as long as it's not like, uh, let's. This is a scenario that I think we all are worried about. Like, 
it's near the end of a game and a big play <sighs> happens. Let's say a wide receiver sure. breaks away from a safety or a corner, whatever, and they score a well, touchdown. Well, this happened to the Browns last yeah. year. Jarvis, they, they, Jarvis and, got called for numerous right. taunting penalties last year. Well, right, but like I think the problem is they have this big moment. They haven't been taunting or being problematic throughout yeah. the game, and then they get a penalty for being emotional when they possibly won the game on, you know, whatever. That, I think, is what people are worried about. I agree. If someone's doing something repeatedly – a fight absolutely will break out, and yeah. that is why they have these laws. I'm not yeah. disagreeing with that. And these, these my issue is I'm I'm worried that we're gonna have a fun moment ruined because oh he gets a flag because he you know looked at the cornerback or whatever and like you know yelled something at him like whatever. Yeah. To I, me, that's not a problem. I, I think yeah, I, I think to me, I think it has to be egregious. And when I say egregious, if you spike the ball in front of your right in front of your defender and you're mm. looking at him and the ball hits the defender, well, yeah, that's, that's egregious. Yeah. So you need to get a flag for that. Um, if you get if you get uh you make a play and you get up and you guys are pushing and shoving and it goes past like each guy pushing once, you're you, you need to get flagged for that. Um What a, what do you think about the Super Bowl when what's his name did the peace sign to uh like do you think to see to me I thought like, that was fun. Yeah, like, I I agree. Like to me that like, falls into the category of especially like because yes, it's technically who he taunting. did it against is a guy who's inf- infamous for being a, a, a Right, and he actually he actually field, did it like, to him earlier in the year. Right, right. So it was so like, that one is See, that one's interesting because it it does fall into the category of you know, repeat offense because that happened earlier in the season. Now it was it was turnabout, so usually what you say is turnabout is fair play. So, I, because for me, because like it didn't get physical, I'm I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, but if like like in Jarvis's case last year, Jarvis spiked. I can't. I think it was maybe against the Colts. Jarvis spiked the ball, and the ball ended up hitting the opposing player. Yeah, you have to. Th- I, I mean, I know. I don't was, think he you, meant to you do ha- that, but yeah, no, he yeah, didn't. Yeah. But you have to throw yeah. because. But if you got up and flexed in, in the opponent's face, similar to the peace sign, it's non-physical, it's non-contact, but it's still considered. But I, I will say I agree with you. Yeah. The video that they showed of the yes. Jags player, he he did that and he bumped the. Def- if you make physical contact with the defender, I'm with it's you a flag. On that. Oh, I'm, well, I'm yeah, because, you, yeah, because any he contact, meant yeah. to. Like if he if he would have gotten up, flexed, and then started backing away, that's totally fine with me. When you flex and you intentionally puff your chest out to make contact with the defender. I get that. Because because at the same time the defender was going like this. His arms was up and he was, you know, running away from I, it's just it, it's a really it's a really thin line that the NFL has to because there there are like with the peace sign, that was just him getting him back for earlier in the season. There was nothing physical about it. He was yeah, he was I, like yeah. 5 yards away from him. That's fine. That's similar to uh like in Major League Baseball, I'm all for guys sell either guys who are at the plate hitting a home run, celebrating a home run, or in high leverage moments, pitcher striking a mm-hmm. big time batter out. I'm totally fine with that because you're not you're 60 feet away from the opponent. I'm mm-hmm. I'm against a pitcher throwing at a guy the next time he's up at bat because he flipped his bat. I'm against that. Yeah, that's know? just nonsense. I don't. I think one of my other big issues with the the whole situation <coughs> is the level of penalty. So a holding call is ten yards, mm-hmm. like active cheating within yeah. the. Con- I mean, in the che- it's cheating sound. That, that I made that sound dramatic, but technically within within the context yeah. of the game, a, a cheating play yeah. is worth ten yards, whereas you know a, a taunting call is fifteen. I just and and frankly, two of them, you know, if I'm a if I'm an offensive lineman who's getting his ass whooped all day long, and I'm holding, you know, if I get popped for four holding calls in a game, I'm not getting the boot. 
Yeah. But two tauntings and you're and you're and you're out of there. Well, if on you get top four, of find on top of if you get four holding penalties, the coach is probably taking you out. Of well, the game. no, you're probably yeah, you're getting your ass. You're <laughs> a third a, stringer and you're going up against but, like Aaron yeah, Donald or Miles Garrett. That's a coach taking you out. Uh, yeah, as opposed correct. to the official. But it's just I, I don't know. I, I don't like the level of of severity. But again, I I know the NFL is the NFL is not stupid, and I mean they they know where to hit players. It's yeah. it's it's game checks, and so it's yeah. going to be. If you get booted, you're absolutely going to be, you know, losing money on top of the fines. Yeah. So, I mean. I just, I I thought it was, I I thought it was a little bit of an overreaction on social media for this because, like, this isn't like the uh, not allowing guys to celebrate touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Like, that is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. This is trying to keep the game clean and trying to, like, I get it. Like, it's perceived Mm -hmm. as not being fun. But there are ways you can celebrate big plays well, and being fun and not being derogatory towards your teammate. Like, like I'm totally fine with if you're on the field and you're barking at somebody on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Do it all day. I don't care. Flip them off for all I care. I mean, mm-hmm. that'll get a penalty. But yeah. But they're they're I'm, guess, I'm guess, just when guys yeah. are face to face because there's always that possibility of these guys who are jacked up and juiced up on the adrenaline of this uh, incredibly physical game to just start swinging on each other. And if guys swing on each other with helmets on. They're going to get injured. If you punch well, a guy with all your might in the helmet, you're going to break your hand. I, I guess I want to see, like, that specific thing being enforced and not other things, you know, because to me, yeah. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I do. They're just trying and to I, nip I, it in I, the butt. If, if they're yeah. really targeting just, like, those, like, more physical or, like, weirdly too, too personal yeah. situations, fine. And I'm sure, not I'm sure, I know that the players, the refs, the coaching staff, they all know a lot more that goes on on the field, sure. obviously. Oh, yeah. sure. We don't hear the level of crudeness or oh, yeah. whatever there's, it might there, be. Yeah. Maybe, there's, maybe there's a problem where you got guys saying these things to each other and it's being too right. loud. And it's like, okay, this is just disrupting the game for no reason. We might not see that. Yeah. We might just see someone yell and we right. think he's like, oh, or, you know. Or what, what's happening you know, on the inside of a But pile. we don't know what specifically it's, it's is insane being in said. Right. Yeah. Or, like, or other physical altercations yeah, guys, guys that we will, can't Guys will hit people in the jump. Grabbing your nuts, I, yeah. you know, yeah. twisting things, yeah, bending arms. I know those are the cases, and I'm all for it. I guess I won't say anything else because I just want to see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah th- I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see, like, when they say to more strictly enforce this, what they actually mean. I just... I, you know, I just don't want to see like that. Like, I I'd rather them decide the game during the uh during the eight seconds that a play goes on, rather than the extracurriculars that go on. Like, I don't care about that. Like, all the all the all the extra stuff. Like, just get back to the huddle and play. It's why Nick Chubb is one of my favorite football players. You will, you could, you could do anything to that guy, and he's not going to retaliate on anything. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it's an overreaction by social media, but well, social media what, overreacts. What isn't to every, an overreaction? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> social media is yeah. an overreaction to everything. One of the difficult things, and I don't envy the position that the NFL or the refs are in on this one, is that it's awfully subjective. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like in, in the instance you you mentioned where there's some kind of physical contact, that's black and white. Did you or did you not touch him? F- yeah. You know, I mean, check right. that checks out. But you know, if I spike a ball in your in your general direction versus I was trying to throw it back at my teammates or towards my sideline, but it took a weird bounce. You know, there's there's a bunch of weird things. So some my, my I guess my concern is that some ref is going to you know either be a try hard or is going to be trigger happy with this yeah. and in a in an important game in an important moment is going to 
you know, do something ridiculous. And I get it. We see it every year. Some ref inserts themselves into the game. I'm not saying intentionally, but there's always last year with the the non-call on the helmet-to-helmet Browns-Chiefs or a couple years ago with the non-call on pass interference in the Saints game. You know, there's there's always some big moment like that. Right. And that will never stop happening. This is just, for me, another layer that the, they're opening themselves up for for more inconsistency. Yeah. But nothing you can do about it. Cause, and, and it's something to, something that you said to your point. At the end of the day, whether you like it or not, yeah, you know the you know the rule, so you have to abide by it. Yeah, it's the same right. thing with weed. It doesn't matter what your personal opinion on weed is, right? Until yeah. until that is officially dropped from like yeah. all the NFL is whatever. literally telling you, you right have now to play by the rule that if you yeah. do some of this stuff, you're going to get flagged for it and you're going to cost your team. It's yeah. not our fault. It's your fault. You know the rule. Yeah, doesn't mean you have to like it. Yeah, most people certainly won't. I just think it's you're taking energy and excitement out of the game and. But and I and I'll say this: if they start calling penalties on guys that are that after a play get up, they're not touching each other. Like they're just first down. They're they're jawing back and forth, and they flag the guy that started it. Like I'll have a problem with that. Jawing back and forth is fine, but when like a linebacker makes a big hit on a receiver and then stands over him, that's a penalty. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how they. We'll see how they they uh, officiate it, but it's a good uh, thing. Well, Twitter, we're gonna Twitter we're gonna, didn't overreact. Twitter never overreacts to anything. Nothing. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see we'll see because uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna uh, enforce this the strictest in the preseason to try yeah. and get the players like ingrained in their heads like okay these are the things you can and can't do. Browns play this weekend their first uh, preseason game, which is insane. Yeah, it's crazy that it's here, but uh, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, it's a pretty crazy, uh, pretty crazy thing that came out today. And just, man, I can't get over the reaction for it. Like, uh, no fun league. Like, settle down. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I do think it's, I like the excitement. I like bat flips. I like fist pumping. I sure. like, I like John. I, I, you know, sure. cause here's the thing. Cause even if taunting doesn't get physical, if I am taunting, uh, if I'm, if I'm a running back or a receiver and I'm taunting and the next time I go across the middle, and I get blown up. That's, I mean, you did that. I, I don't know. I've always been on the side of like, if you want to run your mouth and talk, yeah, but, some, yeah. some guys are trash talkers. But at the same time, you don't like it when a pitcher throws at a batter after he flips his bat. That's the same thing. How is that different than getting blasted over the middle after you taunt after a big catch? It's, well, it's a part of the play. If I'm, if I'm, well, if, so I, is, if, so is, if the linebacker's so is job hit is, by pitch, it's part of the game. No, no, no. I mean, like, it's literally like if, if, if the receiver's coming across the middle of the field to catch a ball. And okay, the, and the linebacker I, comes. I thought you meant just like you. I thought you meant just like no, 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 any I receiver. I, no, 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 I don't mean like arbitrarily away from the play. I mean like within the context, yeah. like, like that. Yeah, because a hit by pitch is not a part of like a tactical thing. You could just pitch out and, and intentionally walk. Yeah, but if I catch, if I'm a slot receiver and I'm running my mouth all day long and I go across the middle of the field and a linebacker or safety wants to come across and well, you know, it, yeah, if it, I have the ball, like your job yeah. is to put me down. It depends if he does that legally, yes. But if yeah, he, as long if as he, he doesn't if he, target, if he head hunts head, or goes no. low on the knees, like yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's going to be some extra incentive to that, and I don't mean yeah. again going high or going low. I mean yeah. a, a clean tackle. So not James Harrison on Colt McCoy, correct? Not <laughs> or not or, not, Ma- or, or Muhammad Masqua. Yeah. Or anybody that James met, or who was even worse than him? Um, Vontez Perfect. Perfect was bad. Perfect oh, was the worst. Horrendous. He I mean, he's done now, right? He's no one's picked him up because he's. I he don't had think a, so. He got 
suspended again last year. Yeah, I don't and think then so. I don't think anybody picked him up. He's what a scumbag. He's one of the worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. And you're right, we're going to see it in the preseason and, and a bunch of a bunch of fourth and fifth stringers who are fighting for jobs are going to be the ones who get to experience it because you know the starters are going to play for all of a series, maybe two. Yep. At least in this first one. Probably. Speaking of starters, you see your boy was listed as a starter on the Browns depth yeah, chart. Yeah, let's today. let's pump the brakes on the the first unofficial depth chart is always kind of LOL. Well, it means he's going to start in the first preseason game. Well, yeah, because he needs the most reps because he's fighting for his life. True. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think some I saw somebody tweet some notables. Uh, Mac and at starting, uh, in, it, that was shocking, but but also not. JOK down at third. I know he was out for a while with the COVID yeah, stuff. Yeah, he missed so the first week and he, half of he, camp. He's missed a bunch of time. Not a surprise. I'm going to be very <sighs> shocked if he's not at minimum a second stringer and probably oh, sure. starting. Sure. Um, Greedy, currently a, a first stringer. Uh, uh, again, I don't think because he will be come, come week one. I think he, got, he just need looks. He apparently got lit up in practice today. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Like got blasted, you mean, or just got picked no, on? No, just, yeah, got picked on. Yeah, well – but I think I, I think by the end of camp, Greg Newsom's going to supplant him as a starting corner. I think so too. I think um, so too. Um, from every account, he he everybody says he looks like a first round pick. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, we're we're really going to be talking about like three or four roster spots, like that are yeah. up for grabs. Like I, most I, most roster spots are accounted for. I watched Stefanski's uh, uh, media availability today before practice, and he's like. He's like, no job's been given yet. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, coach. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that quarterback, that yeah. quarterback Baker, uh, competition. Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, uh, Clowney. Okay, sure, sure. Understood. OBJ, Jarvis. Yeah. Batonio, Conklin. <laughs> the whole all line. The entire offense, quite frankly. I mean, like. Did it, you see that um, Browns have started uh, uh, exploratory talks with Teller for an extension? Yeah. I saw that and uh, Teller Denzel and uh, Teller and Denzel. I think the biggies and then um, yeah, I was I was doing background. Yeah, I was doing some uh, I was doing some thinking about the whole Teller thing because I didn't think we would I didn't think we would keep two high priced guards, mm-hmm. but I think you might keep Teller at the expense of uh, Treader. Yeah. So how many does Treader have? One or two more years? I think this is his last year. This is his last. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that that's actually an interesting point because in my head it was always kind of Batonio versus yeah. uh, Teller. I but. just I just think I just think probably they, well, so last year they drafted a center, right? Nick Harris. Yep. He had a tough year, but you know they spent draft cap. They haven't drafted guards. A lot. They've they picked they've signed guards mm-hmm. like uh, a guy named Blake and Michael Dunn and Blake Hans. Uh, those guys, but they didn't invest draft capital in them. Right. Um, and then there was a great uh, – if anybody out there hasn't read it, uh, go to, I think, News Channel 5. Um, uh, Cameron Justice mm-hmm. wrote a great article about the O-line and uh, Bill Callahan. Oh, I saw that that went out. I, talking I about his impact on the O-line and everything Absurd. like that. Absurd. Yeah. He's, so I mean, he's, a genius. Yeah. Offensive line. Everywhere he goes. Yeah. Immediately one great. of the – Great top, article. Top five um, uh, line. Yeah. Cammy Justice is really good at what she does. So good. Um, so that was a really good article. I read that this afternoon. Got to check that out still. But, uh, but yeah. Um, who are you most excited to see? I think the game's Saturday. I think you're right. Saturday night. Um, in in Jacksonville. Herb. Yeah. Herb, Herb and Tim Tebow. Yeah. 
my buddy yesterday. He goes, uh, "It's crazy. He's still on that roster." Yeah, he goes, uh, "He goes, yeah, the Browns are going down to play Tebow." I'm like, "Oh yeah, because they're not going down there to play the number one overall yeah, the pick number in the one draft, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence." Yeah, who Ohio State fans definitely don't have feelings about. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I think like the obvious. So of course it'll be exciting to see. You know the offense get we back just out don't there. Know. I, I don't know who's going to play. Yeah, I would love to see OBJ play just to get him out there. I just want to see him run around again. I don't Miles know if, is not going to play. He he had a that, hammy today. That hamstring thing, man. Which I, I um, just, oh, just I think lock my, lock him in a room and don't let him out. No, until, he doesn't need to do it. You tweeted no. this earlier, and I think and I think it was a thousand percent correct. There's to, nothing else he can gain or needs to prove. There is no benefit to him or the team to he just keep need, yeah. just keep. He doesn't need stay, live reps. Stay conditioned. Yeah. Stay conditioned, and yep. keep yourself healthy. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. I think my biggest thing is I'm excited to see a bunch of the question mark injury guys. So I want to see OBJ. He's not I wanna, playing. I, no, I, I just in preseason in general. I want to see. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play. You don't think he'll play at all? Not even like the back half of one, like the last one. I don't know. I just no want to see him. him. I just want to see him get get moving again uh, against live I, reps. I don't. I don't. I don't see the the reward. I don't. The risk to me is not worth the reward. Yeah. Um, greedy. He's another. Delp he, it. He's another guy who's not. You know, he's not a rookie. It's not like he re- like needs the. Re- I know he's coming off an injury, but yeah, that's he's a, he's a he's a physical freak in nature. I don't think he really needs like live reps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Delpit and, and Greedy are probably the two. I want to see the the new. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder the new look defense. Yeah, um, at least at least this week, I don't I don't think we're gonna see Delpit because he's battling a hamstring too. Yeah, and and I mean, even if Greedy does go out there, it's gonna be again a series or two. Yeah, they're not gonna risk anything crazy. They're gonna I want to get... see the new improved Mac Wilson. I keep hearing about him in in training camp. I want to see him actually in in uh, uh, in a, in game action. I want to yeah. see what what everybody's been talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I mean, if he if he truly is in the best shape of his life and is one of the most improved players at training camp. Give him a spot. I'm not against bringing back Mac Wilson. I just he had to earn it this year. Yeah, yeah. Last year he was just written in because of lack of depth. Yeah. Um, and that was not the case anymore. I'm super excited to see uh, Peoples Jones. Yeah, everyone, man. It sounds like he's been tearing things he's up. He's lighting it. I I, I want to see it. Um, I was talking to some guys at work this morning, and uh, one of one of the guys uh, mentioned, um. They want to actually see it and not have him be another one of those training camp heroes that yeah. lights up training camp. Yeah, that like lights up training camp and then you know the live bullets start. And I'm like, I don't really know if that's going to be too much of an issue with him. I think with him, it's just how much opportunity is he going to get? Because if OBJ and Jarvis are healthy the whole year, mm-hmm. um, Baker's, you know, I think Peoples Jones is probably his best bet is to alternate alternate reps with. Uh, Higgins but at the same time we know that Higgins and Mayfield have this undeniable chemistry so it's like do you really want to take Higgins off the field and the Browns offense doesn't really run a lot of four receiver sets so no. I mean we'll see I hope he gets on the field and I hope he uh, you know honestly thing. early on I could see actually people's Jones and OBJ splitting reps maybe um yeah Again, to reacclimate OBJ. First couple games, for sure. Yeah, for the first month of the season. I Listening to Odell's comments about being out last year and how much the Kansas City game hurt him. Oh, he yeah. That first game being against Kansas City, he's going to be so fired up for that yeah, game. Yeah, and he'll be super pissed if they try to take him out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll kick another uh, 
<laughs> a, a kicking nut. Kicking nut. <laughs> that was a great move. Yeah. Yeah, that gif will never die. But uh, yeah, no, people's John. I tell you, man, he. I'm excited for him, and and he's he's the future. He is absolutely the future because yeah. Higgins, again, Higgins, Landry, OBJ, two, and possibly all three of them are not long for Cleveland. Yeah, um, which sucks because I don't ever want to see Jarvis playing another uniform. I will hate that too. I will. I will. Of the receiving core, I'll hate him leaving the most. Yeah, it, it all. It, you know, it all depends. I, again, I'm just going to say whatever Andrew Barry decides to do, I'm going to be behind. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those things where, you know, they're probably going to have to have a conversation with them. Be like, look, we want to keep the, especially, and I think it'll be easier if, you know, look at what the Bucks did. They actually won the Super Bowl. So then, yeah. like, hey, let's keep this train rolling. Win- winning solves so many of your problems. Yeah. I mean, if the Browns go 13 and four and go, like, not even win it, but, you know, go to the AFC Championship game, go to the Super Bowl, you know, the, the management can go to these players and be like, look, we're contending. We're, we're incrementally getting closer and closer to this. Let's keep this thing together. And, you know, you give back a little bit something on your end this time, and, you know, we'll try and make it up to you down mm-hmm. the road. So yeah. we'll see. They did that with Chubb. And um, uh, who else did they sign? Oh, Hunt. Well, Chubb and Hunt. Hunt's yeah. on a really team friend. You know what's funny is you take um, Chubb and Hunt and you combine their salaries, and it's – both of them is still it's less Zeke. than it's le- oh it's a lot less yeah. than Zeke. Yeah. Zeke's making like twenty million a year, which yeah. is absurd. But yeah. it's it's less than McCaffrey who's making thirteen. Like uh Kareem Hunt's making like three million dollars this year. Yeah. He's he's still paying his uh like Dalvin Cook, his dues uh, McCaffrey, from his like a lot of those guys. Derrick Henry. Like yeah. both of those guys are making less combined than those uh, guys. We, I mean, we have the best backfield in football. Yeah. Pay for less than what a bunch of other Stud Stars, number, yeah. r- r- first string yeah. running backs are getting. You're right. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, the culture being so much better here um, lends to that. Guys being willing to take a little bit less. And we can talk about this at a later date. I think that buck stops with Baker Mayfield. I don't think Baker's taking less. No. Especially after what uh, uh, Josh Allen got. Josh Allen. I, yeah. I'll say this. I don't think Baker's contract's going to be as long as Josh Allen's. Mm-hmm. I think you're – I think a sweet spot for Baker right now is that Dak contract. Four years, forty million a year, four hundred and sixty, maybe one sixty five with some bonuses. Yeah. That's kind of right. That's that's similar to what Josh Allen's getting per year. Mm-hmm. It's just two more years. What did that. Allen's come out to? Do you know what the the annual forty three? Forty three, yeah. I could it's see six year six years fifty eight million. I think with the cap increasing and every yeah. time this ha- every time this happens, it drives me crazy because people say, Oh, if if Allen gets forty three and then Baker gets more than you're saying he's a better quarterback. Not no. that's not what it means. It's economics. Right. It's supply and demand. It's right. based on the cap. Yep. I think anywhere between forty and forty-five is probably like yeah. per year is what we're looking at. If we did like a a five-year deal, a four-year, five-year deal with an average value of forty-five. Yeah. The it, problem is I like live with it. The problem is like these guys not only, um, and I I say this a little bit in jest because to think about your family and take two million dollars less on a 40 million dollar contract that's a little bit of jest but these guys are part of a union they're part of a players association to where these guys don't want to see their players take less than what they think they can get yeah because you're 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 screwing the rest of yeah. the market you know what i'm I mean? sure that's... i'm sure the chubb contract raised some eyebrows within the I'm, players association. absolutely 
Absolutely, because um, a bunch of other dudes are like are, are banking guys who haven't gotten their deal yet. Yeah, are not, are banking on the, the the guy ahead of them to reset the market. That's why they always get so damn pumped when they when they get paid. Of course, they're happy for their if they are actually friends. Sure, yeah. but they're like, hey, this guy just got you know X million a year. Boom, I'm teed up now. Yeah, get to my deal next year or in two years, and 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 off we go. So yeah, that's why that, that's why I. You know, Manuel Acho uh, was on today, and I retweeted it. It was just a little bit of a uh, snippet of what he was talking. They were talking about the contract, and he's like, he's like, it goes back to the fact that Baker's bet on himself every single um, stop he's been at in his career. It's it's just his mindset, you know, from being a walk on at Texas Tech, winning the starting job, uh, getting the starting job taken away from him by Cliff Kingsbury, then leaving Texas Tech, going to Oklahoma. And just showing up at practice, Bob Stoops, not knowing who the hell he was, and then walked on to Oklahoma, won the starting job, won the Heisman Trophy, went to the college football playoff, um, and then became the number one pick in the draft to the mm-hmm. most the most dysfunctional uh, franchise in, like, history, sports history, at least American sports history. Um, and, you know, he basically called it at the Combine – where he said, you know, if somebody's going to turn around that franchise, it's going to be me. And look what he's doing. There we are. So he's calling his shot, and he sees how good this football team can be this year. He's not stupid. So if the if the Browns go out there and go, like I said, 13-4, and four, go to the AFC Championship game or whatever, and he throws 35 touchdowns, nine interceptions, throws for 4,000 yards and 67% completion percentage, 100% he's going to get more money than Josh Allen. Brings truck. Back yeah. it up. And the, and the and if he does that, the Browns will be happy to pay yeah, him. Absolutely, they will be running to the bank to get that check. With and again, I keep going back to when Patrick Mahomes signed his contract. Everyone immediately flipped out over, "Oh my God, half a billion dollars!" Yeah, there's escalators. It's actually going to be an insanely team friendly contract. With that being spread out over those ten years. years, that is going to look paltry. Yeah, it, I mean, if it, you, if it, you think about it. Uh, Baker's probably going to make the same as Patrick Mahomes annually on his next contract for around forty-five million. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, every single time this happened, um, Garrett's deal again in the moment was record-setting, and within the next two years, it's going to again look super reasonable because that's the economics of the league. It's all based on the cap, and so, um, yeah, I'm 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 pulling for Baker to get his contract. No. No surprise here. Dan and I are rooting for that. I know. I know some people are still. I was talking with some coworkers earlier today. They are not wanting to extend. What's the reason not? They just don't think he's the guy. They just. They just simply don't think he can be the guy to lead you all the way. We've been looking for a quarterback for 25 years. We finally have one, and people are bitching about how much we're going to pay him. The argument that I'm hearing most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's not so much that they don't like the dollar amount. Like the people seem to be. Again, this is a very small. I'm talking about like four or five coworkers of mine right now. The same, it seems to be not so much that they object to spending $45 million a year on a quarterback. They object to doing that for Baker Mayfield. They think that for whatever reason, they don't like the pick a thing, accuracy or his height or attitude. or Again, I'm, I don't agree with any of that, frankly. But um, the argument seems to be they don't think that when all the chips are you know in the middle of the table, yeah. that they think that he can be the one to do it. To that, I just I completely disagree. His Why? numbers have been – his and again, stats are always kind of s- s- tricky because you can you can warp them and twist them. But like if you look at 
top five, top ten quarterbacks throughout the league, Baker has very comparable stats across yep. many major categories. Yep. And nobody ever wants to acknowledge what this kid went through his first two, two and a half years in this league. It's the same thing. And to be fair, like you, like, it's similar with what Colin Sexton went through in, right. in, in, with the Cavs as well. It's the the radical turnover, the differences in coaching styles, and the different schemes he had to learn, and the Freddie right. Kitchens debacle, and where he actively went backwards and he yeah. regressed, and now is fighting out of that. Like he's got the same system. I keep I'm a broken record. He's got the same system for the first time. Yeah, in year two, like in, in, in he finally gets to go into year two of a system. Orlovsky, uh, Orlovsky went through. Um, quarterbacks who in this in this this similar offense from year one to year two and granted he's talking about guys like Aaron Rodgers like Aaron Rodgers is going to be good no matter who's his coach right you know he transcends the things that are around him Um, but you know a guy like Matt Ryan who was with Shanahan year Mm -hmm. one year two the jump it was a similar jump with Rodgers and LaFleur from year one to year two Um, and I think it's it's essentially the same style of offense Um, it's the Shanahan you know tree you know that sort of shanahan kubiak tree mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and i think we're going to see the same jump from baker we've never seen baker in an offense for the second year in a row people point to freddie kitchens but freddie kitchens compl- like when he was promoted to offensive coordinator uh that first year he was running todd haley's offense yeah that was he didn't read when he became head coach mid-season. yes when he became head coach they changed the offense like, it wasn't the same place being called. Because Freddie Kitchens comes from uh, a staff or a mindset. He comes from the Bruce Arians mindset where it's it's five, seven-step drop, launch the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. And not to say that Baker can't do that, but for a young quarterback to just have him throw a bunch of deep balls is very difficult. In year two. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, year three was the, the first Rebound. year of Stefanski. Yeah. And now year no. four. I mean, yeah. it's – like, I I go back to I, and the the guys that he's being compared to with these contracts is Lamar and Josh Allen. The difference between Baker and Lamar and Josh is Lamar especially. I'm not saying Lamar wouldn't be good if he went somewhere else, but Lamar Jackson went to a situation one of the most stable franchises in football had a Super Bowl winning uh, coaching staff that had been there for 15 years and they had. They tailored an offense around him, and he's been in the same exact offense for three years. Josh Allen, same thing. Sean McDermott wasn't wasn't proven, but he's turned out to be a good coach, and they've had the same coaching staff. And that GM has done a great job of yeah, surrounding everyone. Exactly. Everyone seems to do this thing where they look at Bacon and like, oh well, they had to they had to bring in all these weapons, and yeah. they had to do all this to make them successful. That's called building a good team. Yeah. What do you think? The, what do you what, think the Bills have done? Stephon Diggs. It's like it's like this Stephon weird, Diggs and they built that offensive line. Like why why does it become a knock on Baker that we went out and got weapons like Odell and re-signed Nick Chubb? Yeah. Like why, why how in what world is that a negative? Like right. if if Baker is going to ever be considered a, one of the greatest of all time they, category, like a Peyton Manning, like a Tom Brady, whatever, yeah. then yeah, he'll need to eventually get to the point in his career where sure. he could be thrown to you and me and he'd still look good. But we're not, this is a year four which, quarterback. Which, as he gets that giant contract, maybe that happens because yeah, they're going to have to make that some that roster decisions. The, yeah, exactly. And that's going to be when the expectation but why, shifts. Why, why do people not say the same thing about Dak with all the weapons he's got? I, I completely agree. Love Dak. I think he's great. I think he's a franchise quarterback. He's right. he's, he's he, he has won in the playoffs. With Zeke and with that Pre- the, I don't know the offensive line. The offen- know, when it, early it's, in his career, it's it was taken some the hits best late, in football. Yeah, 
Um, it hasn't yeah, been the, as great this year, but but the line and Zeke, Zeke and Cooper, Zeke, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, uh, Gallup, uh, their uh, tight ends that they've had. Yeah, they've uh, got one of the best wide receiving rooms in the league. Yeah, I mean their defense is abysmal. Yeah, and it still is. Porous. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, like people don't say. I don't know what it is. Maybe I don't get it. it maybe because he's brash. Maybe because he goes he's, against the mold. He's a like, polarizing guy. Yeah, it, he. You yeah. love him or you hate him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, anyway, I get it. I think Baker will probably play a series on Saturday, and they'll get him out. Yeah. Uh, they'll probably play the first team O line a series, and they'll get them out because more so than anything, those guys are the ones that need reps. They need they need live game reps together against a different pass rush. Mm-hmm. And the guy that I'm most excited to see on Saturday is Jadevian Clowney because yeah, sounds uh, like he's for been... all accounts they're saying he's been an absolute monster in practice, and he's made Jack, Jack Conklin look like a. Right. Now, obviously, Jack Conklin's not going full go in training camp, and he could be working on things too. He could yeah. be working on various right. new aspects. But he's of his constantly game. been in the backfield, so I'm excited to see him. Um, I also yeah. he's one I also don't want in for long either, though. I want him in yeah. for again get a series, series, get out, get a series, yeah. So, so, but we'll see. And then the kicking game because apparently Cody apparently. <laughs> The Parky, uh, yeah. po- the Parky Posse is struggling. It right may, now. yeah, it may. I may not be tweeting about the Parky Posse this season. Yeah, the the the, Mc, the, the McLaughlin. Uh, uh, um, uh, Mc, what's an M Mc, for like Mc special teams? <laughs> Mc, I don't know. <laughs> Patent pending. We'll work on yeah, that. So, <laughs> but uh, but all right, yeah. So Browns' uh, first preseason game is this week, and uh, yeah, we're ramping up towards the regular season. So we'll probably do a Browns uh, post game show uh, before the season starts. Um, uh, we'll get Steve in here, and we'll kind of do it. We we did it a couple months ago, um, but we'll do like a season preview and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that before the season starts. Um, and then we're looking at doing some pregame stuff uh, early in the week on Twitter, so uh, be on the lookout for that. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, real quick before we end the episode, uh, the Cavs and the Rockets played the other night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jordan's still here. Summer League action. Dude. I watched the second half. It was it was a very entertaining game for what it was. I absolutely hated watching Jalen Green play. He's just, be so just, how about yeah. that step back? He you know is, what I was actually be most so. impressed by, and I, you know, we'll see how it translates in a real NBA game, but his willingness and his ability to shoot a uh, just a two, like a two pointer. Like yeah, you don't see that a lot. Like and, I said, he's he's NBA ready to um, to to oh, yeah. Enter the league and average over I'm twenty excited. points in his rookie year. Yeah, was, I will yeah. say though, uh, he was a little more obviously raw as his first game, and it, it, he's more potential than he is like right now. But Evan Mobley had some some impressive plays. He had some impressive dunks um, yesterday, and he had a couple really nice blocks. Mo- Mobley is gonna need is gonna need time to develop. He's gonna need yeah. to. Bulk up a he needs bit. A, he needs a, yeah, this, he needs this is a bad comparison. So don't what I'm about to say. Don't think I'm actually comparing to this player. But it reminds me of how when Clint Capella first came on the scene, yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, who is this guy? And like, they really saw something in him, and the Rockets team just kept training him. And then he finally got to a point where he was a competent center. You know, whatever. He did yeah. his ceiling ended quickly, but. Mobley's a million times better, but I almost see that as like a project similar to that, where fans are just gonna have to be patient as they develop. Yeah, him. which is why. Maybe three, four years down the line, uh, yeah. he might end up being the best player in the draft class. But I don't want to wait three to four years on it, man. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be bad for another three to four years. Mm-hmm. And and I think until he blossoms, we're not going to be very good. We still don't have a wing, and that's obnoxious in today's NBA. We don't have a single wing player. 
We don't have anybody that's six seven, six eight that can guard guys on the on the perimeter. Nobody. And that's uh, the end. We have a bunch of little guys, and now we have two really good big guys. We have nothing in the middle, nothing. Isaac Okoro, but he's six foot four. He can't. Yeah, you can put I, Isaac he, Okoro on LeBron. He's gonna eat him alive. Yeah. <laughs> that is, wow. I mean, or like, correct. like who who on the Cavs is gonna guard Giannis? Obviously, you don't guard Giannis. Like, you just yeah. hope he has an off night. You, 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 like you, you, you try to, to yeah, you, yeah, just, you just try, try to get in the way. Try and make it, it make it difficult for him. But they're most likely they're most likely. Or, or you do that thing that some teams do, where they literally let the star score, and you just try to contain everybody. Yeah, else yeah. Honestly, that's the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, make it a, yeah. essentially or, a four or the, and five. Or the yeah. best way is to just try and make it as difficult as possible. Yeah. Like you're like you're going to give Kevin Kevin Durant's going to score thirty five points on most nights, but if it takes him twenty eight shots to do it rather than seventeen, you have a much better shot of winning. Or Giannis, you know, if he scores, you know, 32 points, but he does it on 29 shots instead of 14 shots and getting 19 free throws, you know, you have a much better shot right. of winning. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. it's it's about that. We don't have anybody that can do that. Nobody. Like all of those guys, Isaac Okoro is the closest thing we have, and all of those guys would abuse him on on the basketball court of course right. <laughs> pause right um, clarification yeah but yeah, yeah so so, I mean, so it was interesting I, I enjoyed watching it i'm angry that jalen green's not a cab but evan mobley i think has the potential to be good i just hope that we can cultivate I, that i tell you who else i was super impressed with that i think it's pronounced shagoon or sangoon or the, yeah, the was turkish good. dude uh, so it, i don't know what his ceiling's gonna be just realize this thing's impressed. this thing's gonna cut us off in oh, about 10 well, seconds. So I, I got to end the episode. Anyway, so. Okay, anyways, uh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Uh, for Ryan, Jordan, I'm Dan. What's that? How much time do we have? Oh, actually, you can keep going. It started going. It's still going? All right, we're not we're not ending it. All right, abort panic. It, like, damn it, it stopped it again. I don't know. We'll just go. And if it cuts out, it cuts out. Okay. <laughs> so if, if this recording stops... It's because we ran out of time. Like it literally wouldn't let me record anymore because I was an <laughs> idiot and started it an hour and a half. Like an hour and a half timer. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, did you want to finish basketball chat real quick? Are we? I think we no, we're done. I was just Abruptly. saying that sh- the Turkish guy was impressive, but um, yeah, well, if you're if you're a basketball fan, I recommend watching the summer league. I've never really watched it because yeah, I've know. never really had a reason to. But now that Rockets are in rebuild mode and have all these new exciting players, it's fun. It's something to pay attention to. I don't know, <laughs> but I can't. I can't promise you it's going to be anything other than the surface level, you know, enjoyment. It's you know, it's nothing crazy. But, but yeah, um, Feast of the Assumption is this weekend. Uh, we got to mention that real quick. It I is. will not be, unfortunately, not going because I'm out of town and I'm, I'm really to go. upset. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you better go. You should go too. Yeah, Ryan. I, if you and Jim want to go, it'll depend. We'll talk. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure, figure out time because this I'm. I've got I'm swimming in scrimmages and <laughs> and all kinds of things, so we'll we'll see. It's on the east side, so yeah, I'm over that way. Yeah, I am over that way. I'd like to go because we've talked about it for years, and obviously last year was all screwy. But yeah, um, yeah we'll we'll talk because I would like to do that if 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 possible. Yeah. Um, and then was there something else coming up? There's I don't know. It sat- sounded like you wanted to say something. Well, I did have something to say, but there was Saturday is the Browns um, scrimmage, uh, their own scrimmage, essentially their preseason game. And oh then yeah, there's preseason feast, scrimmage. And then I feel like there's something else. Well, my so my <laughs> programming notice, my thing is that I will be taking a sabbatical from the weekly episodes. I'll still be doing Browns post game and uh, participating in the pregame stuff, 
So still will be a part of things as uh, in the Browns capacity, but with the regular weekly recordings with when my practices get out and then, I mean, I won't be done till 7.30 and then home by 8 and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to be recording these things at 11 o'clock at night. Um, I wouldn't do that to the guys, and then I also don't want to do that, quite frankly, because <laughs> that would be absurd. So as much as I'll be bummed to be stepping away from the the, the base, I'll still be around as a part of, of, of the Brown stuff. And I'll be definitely tweeting my Mighty – well, we, we don't have uh, Mighty Mouse anymore, so I have to get a new uh, – yeah. m- maybe Anthony Schwartz could adopt the Mighty Mouse Yeah. Um, in the who Parky Posse. Who was the Mighty Mouse last year? That was um, – he got hurt right away. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, Jojo uh, Natson. Natson. Yeah. Yeah. Technically he's still in training camp. He, he actually is there, but there's nah, he's there's not no universe in which he makes this roster. No. But um yeah, so I'm bummed about that. But I'll be I'll be back. Once I get through football season, I plan on, on coming right back. It's just gonna be the next couple months are gonna be too uh, absurd for me to try to do all that and I don't he wanna, gone. I don't wanna disrupt the guys and I don't wanna you know be um I don't wanna be uh, un- sure. undependable. Great. It's just gonna be me and Jordan. Mm. Great. Yeah. No. You d- <laughs> can't wait. I'll still be uh, tuning hey, in, too. If there's uh, anybody that you guys want to hear as guests, we will be starting yeah. a uh, guest schedule. So we're going to reach out to a bunch of people, people we've had on the show before, um, hopefully to come back on, and then hopefully some new places. We might even start uh, doing some uh, live shows at breweries again. So oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, excited for that. Hopefully this uh, Delta variant doesn't you know, kill everything again. But. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, yeah, you can <laughs> on follow that chipper note. <laughs> yeah, you can follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Check out our website, lotlpodcast.com, where I keep saying this, but hopefully we're going to have some more uh, written content uh, on our website because I think we need to do that. So maybe I can get Steve to mm-hmm. to write write something for us. Um, but anyway, for uh, Ryan, uh, seeing about three months. Yeah, uh, I still got Browns. <laughs> but oh, this yeah. year, but this, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Jordan, I'm Dan. And uh, oh, programming note: uh, Jimothy might be making an appearance oh. soon. Might be next. Might actually be next week, or maybe Good. the week after. Gotta get him back. Mm. He's, he's gonna, in Montana. He's right gonna now. be all country. He's gonna be coming yeah. right fresh off Montana. Yeah, Midland, Bozeman, Montana. All right. Well, we gotta get out of here because this episode's been long. So <laughs> uh, we will catch you guys next week. See you later. Bye. Peace.